we're on. So, um, I guess I'll go first because this was kind of, was kind of my idea um, that we should do a podcast together. Uh, we don't have a name for it yet or anything, right? No. Um, I was just thinking uh, we could call it Two Weirdos Sitting in the Park. <laughs> just, we just came out here. I, we, I just thought it'd be cool to do it in the park. And uh, we just did some, some breathing exercises to ground ourselves. And uh, I just thought I got self-conscious all of a sudden, especially thinking about the fact that um, I guess that's part of the reason I wanted to do this. Yeah. Uh, because I've been thinking about doing a podcast for, for ages, and I know you've you kind of started doing for years, some man. stuff. Yeah, but I've been, um, I've been wanting to do it for years as well. Yeah. Like, I've been listening to podcasts for, like, on a, like, drug addict kind of uh, level. Especially when I lived in London, it was just consuming podcasts and extreme. Yeah, it was, it was too extreme. Too many podcasts. But, like, I think it was also just the fact that I felt like the more I consume, the closer I get to knowing what I want to talk about mm -hmm. and, and, and doing it. But that never happened <laughs> because um, there's quite a long, or can be a quite uh, long gap from idea to action and sometimes even just from desire to idea to action. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, when you, when you asked me, I was, uh, I was in, like, uh, I actually had, had a, I made another arrangement with another guy on doing a podcast, but uh, I just it decided to cancel it in the last minute because it, I, I felt like it would be too much work doing that podcast right now compared to all this other stuff that I'm doing right now. So this format for me was perfect, and uh, and when you uh, when you presented the idea, um, said so you had a vision of us doing this podcast, and and you kind of presented the idea in a way that that I was like, yeah, sure, we can do this. I mean, I can I can help you doing this, but at the same time, I felt like shit. Then then I'm getting put on the spot as well, and on the spot being, yeah, now I'm sitting here talking about uh, a lot of stuff that I usually don't share, and that. Uh, a lot of my friends, well, they know, but it's not like they're not exposed to the the degree of <laughs> of, uh, of all the stuff weirdness of that we weirdness. talk about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. yeah, I think that's. Uh, but maybe you want to frame it a bit more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have a better frame than that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the basic idea was I think that we always have. I think we have a lot of really interesting discussions about stuff that yeah. generally, for me. Uh, we we talk about shit that I generally don't talk about with other mm. friends, and um, we're both. I think we're both very. We're kind of curious people, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think we're both we're both exploring different aspects of life. You know, asking some qu deep questions about what you know. What is it to be alive? What What are we doing here? Like. Um, all that kind of shit it just generally doesn't come up over a you know yeah over a cup of coffee so um and there's a few reasons for wanting to for, to share it online um one of which as i just mentioned is just the fact that it's it's just an uncomfortable thing to do which is um which in my experience is always a good yeah. thing to do as well to do something uncomfortable yeah um and then you know who knows maybe some people might even listen to it or watch it and maybe maybe, maybe there might be something useful that people can get from it for sure who knows like that that's kind of 
that would be that would be an awesome bonus if that happens. For sure, yeah, yeah. that that would be that would be perfect. I think um, when we talked about this last time, when we had a walk around the Ulaslev of Mosul in Norvest, close to where I live, and um, and it became obvious to me that what's interesting about our relationship is that we actually don't have mutual friends, and that actually makes it easy to talk. Like the way we met, uh, um, we actually met here in this park, which is quite cool. Yeah. Uh, long story short, I came home from London after working as a UX designer there, started training with a bunch of guys doing movement training, came back after I quit my job, I was really stressed. Um, I wanted to do a vacation, like just a month vacation back in Denmark to sort of find my, my footing again. And uh, just right before I left, I printed some t-shirts saying Naturally Training. And I just figured that I need to try to share some of this training stuff that I've been doing in London. And I just um, hit the ground running. So it, it was supposed to be a vacation, but I ended up doing a sprint, uh, which was uh, <laughs> quite weird because like what killed me in the last job was just that this boss was said uh, he, he talked about us doing like scrum and agile processing uh, or processes when when working but the only thing he made us do was sprints like this week is going to be a sprint and next week we're going to chill and then two 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 days into next week yeah we're going to do a sprint again so we were just dying but this way i i kind of i went into the sprint like just starting to teach everywhere like at, at my parents house in Jerusalem and then in Aarhus I had a workshop and then here in Copenhagen and then I just put up these events and I had an idea like I'm just gonna do morning training seven o'clock uh, for one week uh, in Nurple Park and the price was something like 70 kroners or something like that and the only guy who showed up for a week was Tom <laughs> <laughs> so he just got really cheap personal training I mean I guess that was also what my my skill set was uh, worth or what I was worth at that time but um, but that was kind of how it started and how we mm -hmm. how we met I mean w I know Tom's uh, now wife um, from way back mm -hmm. um, that was how I that was how I you heard about, about, about it about yeah. You, yeah but it was just so cool to to, to meet each other like that so um, so back to what I was trying to say like we don't have mutual friends as such so when we meet we only talk about each other mm -hmm. like it's and due to the fact that we also we got to talking at, at some point during training about ayahuasca and we actually had our first ayahuasca ceremonies together um, still not quite knowing each other at that point but sharing that experience and, and sort of going into that space and as she said like it was quite obvious that we're both really interested in in knowing more learning more about all this stuff like getting to know ourselves better um, or getting to know ourselves more um, so yeah, every time we talk, it's like, it's it's a weird vacuum, I find, almost. Because it's not it's not like the, the talks I usually have. I mean, not, not that it's, it's, it's better than other talks in the sense that, oh, I, I wish all my other friends and I had talks like this. Because it's, this is just a different format. And that's what I'm trying to say, that, that, um, that we, we go pretty deep quite fast. And we want to talk about... Um, spiritual stuff as well yeah. so um, and that's the thing that we can do together because um, yeah there's, there's not a long history yeah um, which is in our case really positive yeah like, it's just here now yeah like this this is what it is now and this is this is who we're trying to be now and who we are right now mm. so yeah 
that's what I really liked about this and that's also why it was quite scary to say yes to doing this because yeah it was um, it is more open like we, we haven't gone into the stuff yet but uh, let's see if if, uh, if it gets interesting yeah in, let's in see a, where it goes who knows in who knows where it's gonna way. go yeah but yeah so, no I think having uh, that's the thing about people you've known for a long time right is there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, identity tied up in that right yeah. like whether whether people whether people see you a certain way or not I think there's a I, I certainly feel this kind of um, almost like a need to want to to show up in the way that that they that I think they see me if yeah. that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if you don't have that long you know so if I'm talking to a friend that I've known since I was a kid mm. it's like I'm I'm sort of I feel like in some ways I, I have to show up in the way that I always have for sure you yeah. know otherwise it's like they won't they won't know who I am or they it, won't uh, be thrown off be, almost yeah exactly like, it's I, this weird thing of like we, we have some jokes that we've been been you know references throughout our life and if we uh, if, if, if one uh, brings up one reference it's like oh yeah that was back then and and the thing about what we're doing right now is like it's it's constantly looking forward mm -hmm. rather than talking about what um, what used to be mm -hmm. uh, and I quite like that because sometimes it's it's tricky when you meet old friends it's not like we hang out like every week but when we hang out it's not about talking about what we did last time um, and sometimes maybe you've experienced this meeting up with old friends is talking about it's recapping mm -hmm. what happened since last time um, other friends of course it's just like you go right into just being together which is, is amazing but yeah there's something in this space where you can uh, where you can sort of let go of that previous relation and especially if you've been doing work like you've been doing crazy amount of work the recent years I have been doing some as well like sometimes when you have examined like just patterns and like your own uh, history mm -hmm. and when you when you when you see certain patterns and feel like oh I need to break this pattern I need to stop doing this and then you meet uh, a friend that didn't witness the transformation this is some of the stuff that uh, that uh, after I came back from the rite of passage facilitator training looking on how we can create rites of rites of passages for young men going from 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 boys to young young men um, one of the things that was really obvious was when you have a transformational experience and the community is not there to witness your transformation then the transformation cannot be complete and then you're in a limbo because you changed but everybody else is still talking to you like they did before a good example is um, coming home to your mother after a, uh, maybe you're 17 18 15 you had a long uh, trip somewhere uh, like maybe your first trip alone or with a friend and you feel like a man now you come home and, and things have changed for you you've seen the world it's like time slowed down like you you lived an entire life now and you come back home you see nothing's changed here weird uh, it should have changed something should have changed but the way that your parents address you or your mom addresses you is maybe like yeah you know the, the dinner is ready in five and you can just leave your laundry here and instead of acknowledging 
that you that you transformed into something else. In or it, can, it can be really simple. Just uh, what do you think we should do for dinner? Not what do you want for dinner, but what do you think we should do? Like invite you in, saying you're part of the decision because you're an adult now, um, or um, you know just maybe maybe have a. a I remember this so clearly, actually, uh, talking to my mother. Uh, she works with the uh, kids and uh, she's a rhythmic pedagogue, so she works with the uh, caretakers and, uh, and people who teach kids and deal with kids. And I remember she talked to me and my brother in kind of the same way she talked to the kids. Like, she changed her voice. Even when you were when, like an adult? Yeah, uh, but I think this was me being 15, 17 or something mm -hmm. like that. And I just remembered at some point I had to say to you, you need to you need to stop talking to us like this. Um, it was not in a, in, a, in a harsh way I said it. It just because it, all of a sudden it was obvious to me like boom this is this needs to stop. It it, it annoys me because she's talking to me like yeah, and then and then she did. She just oh yeah that's yeah I I, I can do that instead of saying no you're my little boy <laughs> and la 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 trying to because the mothers are are never ready to let go of yeah. the of their boy yeah for sure so yeah so it's, it's back to to what what like when it comes to relationships because it is like a good uh, long relationship becomes uh, like maybe our relationship could be a, um like a, a father-son relationship like in the dynamic like i always come to you for advice or or you always say what the fuck are you doing like and i always have to apologize or maybe it's i'm trying to make you proud of me or whatever it can also be a brother brother relationship where it's equal but it can also be a, an older brother younger brother relationship where it's not equal where one is always trying to to be a bit better than the other one so so those um, those uh, patterns can be tricky to to break especially if if it's only one that <laughs> obviously it's it's rare that, that, that people go into to, uh, to looking at their relationship. It's beautiful when it happens, but it's rare that, that uh, a couple of friends go into a relationship to really examine it. A long journey can, can uh, tr travel together, can, can do that. If you're aware of it, it can also just be a, a trip somewhere where you ham it all the time and you maybe you know, have some crazy experiences, but you still come back to the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I think that's what, what, what we do well when we meet, is that we're interested in, in learning about what happened on the other guy's journey. Um, and, I, and I think it's, it's uh, like selfish reasons, like we, we want to learn how can, how can I benefit from hmm. learning what you did, like this, the stretch uh, 22, was that? Yeah. Uh, like that sounds really really intense and 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 like i i saw and experienced uh, and can still see the difference that it uh, or the impact that it had on you so yeah i'm really intrigued by that and uh, and uh, yeah intrigued by preston and, and the stuff that he's doing so it's uh, so in, in in that sense it's it's, it's also because it interests it interests me obviously you have friends where you don't have the same interests yeah and that can also be tricky yeah, so, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah maybe I should uh, explain, like Stretch 22 is yeah. like a, an online program for six months duration that I took last year, um, which is run by a guy called Preston Smiles. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a real life changer for me. Like it was, it was, it's basically just 
there's like a community of 22 people online and you basically just get a bunch of challenges like stuff that's really designed to like just trigger the shit out of you and do things that you wouldn't normally do but because you have that like support network and yeah. you have that that accountability that you actually um it gives you that extra push i think to mm. to, to, to go there um and yeah that was massive for me um but yeah, also to what you were saying i think it's i think we're just like any you know i, I guess a lot of friends get together because they have one common interest mm. you know that they like to geek out about and yeah. it just happens that our common interest is to do with development i guess yeah. like physical and mental emotional yeah. development i guess because yeah. um yeah i was also thinking maybe like i mean we didn't we really didn't plan this thing at all we just like we basically just agreed that we were going to record a podcast and then we're just going to see where it goes mm. like but the most important thing is just to start yeah doing it yeah. because i think we've both experienced this thing of of having an idea and then just sitting on it waiting for the right moment like waiting till all the conditions are perfect yeah, yeah. and then and then before you know it like two years have gone by and you never you haven't started it um so that was the thing like, somebody else did to it. do something yeah or so and then they make it and they're a millionaire yeah. or something yeah so it's just like the idea was just to just just fucking sit down and record ourselves talking mm. um and see what comes of it and then hope, like the intention is to make it a regular thing mm -hmm. and and presumably over time we'll refine it and and if anybody actually listens to it maybe we'll get some feedback and then we yeah. can start that, taking that, that on board one as guy, well girl, <laughs> yeah. woman. which uh, we we love you by the way yeah um so um where was i going with that yeah i was thinking i mean yeah in the interest of if there is an audience to this like maybe mm. we should back up a little bit because yeah. we didn't even introduce ourselves we just kind of started talking right so sure. yeah. um uh we can just yeah. cut this and put it yeah, <laughs> just like cut sneaky. away to something yeah. uh, to a dancing elephant or something. <laughs> um, so yeah like this is Benjamin Boos um, as we mentioned with friends like how would you how would you describe yourself like if you if you had to sort of I know that's a that's a very um, yeah that's a difficult question but like to 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 someone who's never met you before how would you describe? I mean, it's easy to just to say what I do, like work stuff. Um, so trying to talk about me as a person before that. Um, Don't have to. I mean, that's, that's I, the I thing. Most people say I, I. That's the first thing people say, right? When yeah. you ask them, yeah. you know, that's the it, first it, question. What do you do? Yeah, for and sure. That's a but, job, but. but yeah, but it's it's. I think it's a, it's an interesting challenge to think um, beyond that, or just think like, who are you if you're not working um, like first of all I'm a father to a 14 month old boy named Wilfred and he didn't sleep much last night so I'm smashed which is interesting to experience just days where you well, yeah where you just don't have energy where you just everything is just way harder and as, as we talked about just before we turn on the camera like if you if you have this to-do list of five things and you're lucky if you get to one so trying to keep that focus and and yeah i'm really interested as a person i'm really interested in um what the fuck am i interested in yeah i'm interested in um movement first of all so i can't really get around that 
that a, a big part of me is my interest in in movement and and being physical um, and that's also my profession so I'm a trainer and a, a coach and and that was what brought us together exactly. initially as yeah. well but that was in, in the in the beginning of all so I have a design background from Kong Design School I was always interested in in, uh, in solving big puzzles like one of the big ones like we're indoors more than 90% of our lives like if, if you were supposed to be outside just 10% every day like it would be 2 hours and, and 40 minutes right of your day like here in Copenhagen people are never outside that much unless it's summer <laughs> and they don't and they're not working so for me that's, that's that was an interesting task uh, always also like working with human interaction that was a big part for me when, when we were study when when I studied in calling it was interaction design human computer interaction for me it was always um, human human interaction whereas today you see that more and more with social media like it's more human human interaction obviously there's a medium where you can go through that but um, but yeah how can we you know come closer uh, in our relationships and with our parents and with our kids and like so the rite of passage is, is a huge thing for me how, how to, to raise young boys is, is kind of my one of my next ventures um, so yeah that's that's my interest and, 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 and that takes up a huge part of my my thinking and and doing so I move a lot I try to see how I can um, make a living make a life for myself where it's it's about relations and having time to be with my uh, my girlfriend and my or my woman and my and my son and and my parents and uh, and my friends and uh, yeah i think that's that's who i am for now also i'm really interested in the in the metaphysical world as well been really diving deep on a lot of ayahuasca ceremonies for for some years now, I'm kind of taking a break from it, um, just because it's nice to to take breaks sometimes. Sure. And um, <coughs> yeah, I think on that note, I felt like waking up after, uh, in my late late twenties. Like that was, I felt like that was like me becoming conscious mm -hmm. at the age of twenty nine. Which is weird to say because what the fuck was I doing up until then? <laughs> like, but yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's that's a, that's an introduction, maybe. Yeah, man. That's, that's and the, so this is Tom Crate, um, Thomas Crate. Uh, did you take uh, Sarah's last name or is it? No, I'm still I'm still uh, you still still Thomas Sebastian Crate. Tom Sebastian Crate, and uh, yeah, we met right here over there. Um, this is in Nurbel Park, by yeah, the way, for those Copenhagen. who in Copenhagen, yeah. in the Nurbel district. And there's November, so it's quite cold. Tom's sitting yeah. here barefooted, which is, um, he gets all the points. I'm actually fucking freezing. I know, I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, oh, it was a really good idea to come sit outside. <laughs> and now it's like yeah, 10 minutes in, I'm like, I'll put my hat on. But at least. The, an introduction, Tom, who, um, or how would you introduce yourself? Um, yeah, aside from being freezing right now, yeah, um, uh, yeah it's 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 a, it's funny because it's 
that's this is what the sort of thing that I would I would filter that answer depending on who I'm speaking to. Mm. Um, so that yeah, I think that's speaking to me and a fake audience and anybody else. Yeah, yeah. but that's that's fake. the not, you're not fake. That's something that's that's interesting for me is um, maybe I, I'm taking a bit of a tangent, but yeah, what I do. The cool thing about <laughs> the cool thing about doing you know rather than just having a conversation with each other and you know to people I have no idea yeah. who it is that might be listening or watching mm -hmm. this is um, I'm very aware of how much I filter my own um, how I express myself or how I try to come across mm. um, so you know I'm, I'm, I'm I'd notice how I my behavior changes depending on who I'm with mm -hmm. you know and um, you know as we mentioned like we have different conversations. Like mm. I have different conversations with you than I have with a lot of my other friends mm. because you know because they're in different arenas and sure. and, I, and I sort of and this is all my own, um, like my own choice, I mm. guess, is that I don't I don't embrace you know other topics. Where I you know I don't I don't sort of generally dig into things like spirituality or mm. things with with friends at work or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily because they're. They, they might be interested in it but I'm I'm more afraid of of how I might be judged for that you yeah. know which is kind of an interesting thing about about putting this you know doing this putting it on the internet and then thinking oh fuck I, I know once once it goes on the internet I'm going to be like shit I'm going to be thinking about oh what if my friends see this and you know blah 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 what yeah. are they going to think Me all too. that stuff Me too. but anyway that was a tangent um uh Tom is really self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> yes you're really self-conscious um so yeah I mean I would have uh, let's say five, six years ago, my stock response would be, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Tom Crate. I'm, I'm a, a motion designer, so I do like animation, graphic design, um, and that's, you know, that's it really. Like I, you know, I've, I'm interested in, generally interested in, fitness and blah blah blah, all that, you know, music, <laughs> all that bullshit. Um, but so what's the updated one? So the updated one is um, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I guess that's the updated one, and that's actually okay, yeah. um, that's actually for me. That's a good place to be. Actually, like actually embracing the fact that I really don't that I, that I'm that I'm basically a, I'm a different person with to everyone that I meet. And um, that's that's cool. Like in in my essence, um, yeah. I guess I'm I'm just whatever's happening right now. I, I think this is probably sounding a bit uh, a bit wanky and esoteric. No, let's um, just uh, try to own it instead of judging it. Yeah. yeah. Good point. But I guess to put it in a bit of context, I, I, was, I think where I was going with it was like. There was a point you mentioned that you had a sort of, you started becoming more aware in your late twenties, mm. uh, and I think for me it was probably more like early thirties. It was mm. right around the time, I, I, I guess around the time, you know, the same time for both of us, mm. just before we met. Yeah. Um, I, I was at a point in my life where I'd, um, I pretty much like achieved all the things that I really had set out to achieve in my life, mm. like all, all of my kind of my kind of main goals up to that point were to to have like a you know have a, a, a good job that I enjoyed to have to have a, a you know a, a 
good relationship with a with a a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're watching this show, apologies. Yeah. For the <laughs> and and just having you know having a, a nice home yeah. and, ba- and and living somewhere nice. And so that was basically it. You know, I, I basically like I, I I really enjoyed Copenhagen. Mm. You know, um, I bought a recently bought an apartment together with my with my girlfriend. I I, I had a good job that I enjoyed you know I had enough money to sort of you know bit of disposable income mm. and um, and then, and I was just kind of I guess I was just just total comfort zone just like coasting and and I don't know something just got me wanting to dig a bit deeper I mm. guess just I think just realizing that you know it's a it's a total cliche but you know what you get doesn't really matter what you get in life you still you know, it doesn't actually change your, mm. um, doesn't make you happy, whatever. You know, it doesn't, it's the happiness thing. Well, that's, a, I, I think there's a, there's a lot to that, but it's basically wherever you go, you take your, you take your mind with you, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the same kind of sort of, although life for me was probably, I was probably enjoying my life more in general than, than when I was younger mm-hmm. for certain reasons, like in terms of developing a bit more self-confidence and that kind of thing, but, but there was still, a lot of old um, sort of behavior and, and you know patterns of behavior that, that were making my life uncomfortable in many ways I guess and just got me the first thing I think was just getting into I think I started going I started going to see a psychotherapist initially just under the under the the kind of uh, the idea that I just wanted to get more confidence mm. Uh, and he started digging a little bit, you know, mm. got me, started getting me thinking a bit more about what's, what's actually going on in there. Mm. And at the same time, I, I started getting more, intri- I got more motivated, I guess, to get more, like, to get in shape. I started, I started doing martial arts again, which I hadn't mm. done for years. Um, and that led me into uh, things like, like Iro Portal mm. and, and some more, you know, act- actually getting really interested in, in, in just general body maintenance mm. and, and also mind maintenance. And that was kind of how, how I met you. I just sort of got into this, you know, Patel stuff. Mm. And I was thinking like, I, I want to do more of this. And then, mm. and then one of those, you know, weird little coincidences where, mm-hmm. where my girlfriend told me that an old, an old friend of hers was, was doing this natural training and, and you should try it out. And I was like, okay, sweet. Um, and yeah. And, that, and, and, you know, I guess it's just been a, a gradual process for me of, of, of pushing, just exploring deeper into those mm. areas. Like, and I guess I'm more, in the beginning, it was much more of, a, you know, physical development that I was interested in. Um, and, and now I still, I still enjoy, I still enjoy training and moving and stuff like that, but I see the, the sort of mental aspect of it more interests me more and more as I go on yeah and and yeah and so you know so a lot of that was like you kind of got me into that in a way like because because I remember when I first met you like you were kind of like you mentioned that you know you've you've been a UX designer in London Mm. and you kind of taken a career shift and um you know that was I think that was kind of a it was really It was really interesting for me to to, to like 
have a, have a real life example of, mm. of someone that, that was kind of you basically in a very similar yeah. sort of career path to me and then you yeah. just completely stepped yeah. you've completely gone off in another direction yeah so yeah I mean to, just to briefly mention what, what, what happened in London was uh, like it was just a baptism of fire basically it's like I came straight from uh, from design school from uni or, or what do we call it in English and uh, got headhunted to this company and uh, I was like the second one hired so I had a lot of office hours just sitting there in front of the boss which was like we had desks like opposite each other it was really nerve-wracking for me as just coming out of the gate and actually it was a job that I didn't really study for like it was not I was doing UX and in the, in the beginning I was doing research and then I was doing some, some UX later on but it was nothing that I've been interested in doing uh, my time at the school uh, but it was like one of these things like oh it's a great opportunity and now I'm gonna see how, how that goes and uh, it was stressful to say the least like he was really pushing me to 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 uh, to learn f as fast as possible and he said like we're gonna do the progressive overloads we're just gonna throw a shit ton of work your way and, and see how you, you deal and, and then you maybe you get a raise or you get some a raise once in a while and if you, you can go for the a, a design lead title and all of a sudden I was chasing a title which was so weird because I <coughs> I was never interested in that stuff like never interested in like thinking about my resume and the title and all this stuff but all of a sudden I was I saw that it could be a life like I saw a life where this could happen but um, and, and at the same time I, was, I started training this natural movement stuff uh, I think maybe for uh, another talk we will talk about the like uh, my experience with my uh, physical body in that sense but training in besides work with the uh, Ben Metter and Tony Riddle and some other guys was uh, was like what what uh, helped me survive this job so I did a lot of um, symptom treatment just to stay in the job to, to be physical able to do and, and, and <coughs> mentally able to, to to work that job because like he started to manipulate us like all the guys working at the office like in a crazy way and manipulating me and we actually had a, a buddy relationship but he was at the same time manipulating me so what, what sort of time period was this like how long were this you there? was uh, i was there for 14 months uh, and the last one and a half months after i quit like he um, and that was an interesting uh, uh, that was like where i learned a lot about myself because one of my uh, dear friends at that time uh, or that I hung out with a lot at that time, he's still, still a dear friend. Um, he, he mentioned to me, when you quit, like you, you've been in the business for a long time, when you quit, just know that he will offer you more money. Like you think, or that was not what he said, that was what I thought. Like I felt like I wasn't that much worth to him. So when he offered money, like that was, that, that would be like, oh, so, so I'm actually worth something to you. Obviously time invested and, and all this stuff. This is one thing, but but I did good job there uh, as well. But and when he said like he's gonna offer you money, I was like, I'm not gonna take the money. I know that. And sure enough, he offered me way more money. And said you can get, you know, I already offered you like percentage of the of the thing when it gets, you know, if it's a startup, so when it gets blah blah blah. And stuff. And I said no to the money. And all of a sudden he did this really clever shift. And he said, buddy, I really need to do you to do me a solid on this one. It's so difficult to find UX designers right now, blah, blah, blah. And when he talked to me on a personal, like, buddy level, he just 
I just switched like sure I can help yeah I, I can help you are, are, are you sad are you okay I, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you <laughs> so he just pulled me back in that way and I was like afterwards I was like huh <laughs> yeah so I just went straight into bed with him again what the fuck um, but then you know luckily it uh, it ended and after that I was just smashed like I could feel the stress symptoms from already months before like just tingling sensation up my arms and my neck every time he stepped in the office and yeah it was just everything was just about work and getting ready for work so I didn't really see friends at the, yeah so it was a baptism of fire and I knew that if I'm getting back into um, UX design after that job because all oh, my friends said do freelance you can make more money and you can control your own time and all that stuff I was not ready for it First of all, like I, I didn't feel like I, I had the, uh, I had things down to, to work freelance, um, too creative, not the, not the professional in that sense. Um, and all of a sudden, I was like, but I'm just gonna work more hours in an office. I'm gonna work way more hours in an office. Maybe I can get um, a better salary because now that I have this on my resume, like it was associate lead, so it was a shit title, anyways. But like just with the short amount that I've been working, like I would, I, would, I could get a pre pretty decent job next time. And then what about the next job again? I was like, this is not how I want to be thinking at all. Like this is not, uh, I'm just sitting in an office and I'm gonna be in London, all my friends and families in Denmark and blah, blah, blah. And then so all of a sudden it happened that I, when I went back to Denmark and, and came to this idea of just teaching, I learned that the, yeah, being a teacher in the training is actually quite fun right now. So I'm going to do that for a while. And yeah, and then I kind of just abandoned the, the design um, trade um, little by little um, and not missing it at all. Um, but I, I, I had a you know, great learning experiences there. But this, this was a really, like the way I see it, it was, it was just, it was several years of being in that business for me just boiled down into one job because I hear a lot of friends uh, a lot of my old friends with similar uh, experiences but just not as intense and spread out over more bosses and, and this guy was just really intense mm. uh, and he <laughs> yeah he just pushed it like in a way that okay so yeah Okay, get it. This is just. I, I got the feeling that this is just not for me. And and the thing is, I know that it could have been for me, like working in design, um, because I have a lot of friends there still, and, and it's it's still something that interests me. But it's not for me, and uh, because I was breaking my neck doing that stuff. Uh, physically, it was not good for me. Stress-wise, not good for me. Um, and freedom-wise. I just realized that I can't have a boss in this way. Like, there's something that I really want to do and something that I need to do. Like, I need to go to this thing. Um, but I need vacation here, and he's like, mm. and they're like, what? This feels wrong. <laughs> like somebody's saying, you can't yeah. do what you want to do. Like this is he owns you. He owns yeah. me. Yeah. I, I just couldn't do that. Yeah. So, and then I quit, and then it was, um, yeah, and then I ended up living with a, a Turkish millionaire. I don't know that right part. After, yeah, <laughs> that's another story. If, if you're <laughs> you watching this gem. To go, gem, to go uh, into that another time. Good times. Yeah. 
sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I had three months after that just recovering yeah, with him and hanging out. So that was fun. Anyways, that's kind of that was my path into this. So yeah, a similar experience of, of being in a business, working with people, having a lot of fucking deadlines, working on a product. This needs to be perfect, and then ah, oh, reiterating. Mm. Coming home and telling people that I work in London, and people were like, oh, <laughs> "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm, I'm kind of a big deal now." <laughs> not, not, I, I didn't say that, but I felt like saying that makes people look at me like I made it. Yeah. And being there, I was like, I didn't make it, make it at all. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I was just there struggling, in doing something that I really didn't enjoy. Yeah. And feeling like a fraud doing yeah. that. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, it was it was a nice sort of um, a, a nice <coughs> sort of um, image on how it how it was for me to stay there and doing something that I, that was really really not supposed to. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time, you're really good at it, right? Like, I mean, that you, you studied at the Royal the Royal School of Design and stuff, right? No, it's uh, Culling School of Design. Yeah. In a, so it's the one in the countryside, not the one in Copenhagen, but it's better. <laughs> no, I was I was really good at it. And yeah. Uh, no, I mean and, I've uh, seen I've seen your work, and it's you know it's like. Yeah, you, I mean, it's not it's not like you were just sort of trying it out. No, like no, you, no, I no, mean no. you could easily have had a you yeah. know very successful career in that. Yeah, I, th- I think so too, and and that's also why why it was so difficult for a long time. I felt like yeah, I'm just doing this training thing until I get back to the other thing, mm. uh, because I still I can still see the potential in in, in doing these these kind of projects and working this way and but it's it's just the, the thing now is just it has just changed into into being more human focused human centered so like working with rite of passage and and creating these um, examples that i would refer to in in what i did before more so um yeah but it, it was something that i spent a lot of energy doing um, but going back to like why are you doing this stuff like you saw a, a psychotherapist like started to poke around like what is what is the uh, the Vivek one why, why, are you, why what's the reason for you doing this and why are you seeking proof, approval like this and there was a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. yeah. going into okay I'm doing all this stuff because it's I'm trying to prove myself or trying to save myself <laughs> by trying to save others which is classic in the design in, in interaction design, everybody wants to save the world, like, and they don't have any anything down themselves. Like they're just they're they're a mess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, guys, but you. <laughs> we all are still. Yeah. You said something that's interesting to me, um, particularly was when you said that you know a lot of people are doing it over a long period of time you know a lot of people are that's the dog we thought we knew this dog break (laughs) dog interlude (laughs) um so yeah you said you said something about how you had just an extremely intense experience right and a lot of people kind of experience those symptoms of stress and and but over a much more um, extended period, so so in a in a way where it's like 
this is because this is kind of I feel like this is something that's that's it's, it's sort of um, a topic that I'm really interested in as well. Mm-hmm. It can be a bit like you know that that thing where you're like cooking. Or is it like you're cooking the rabbit or something yeah. and you do it slowly? Not a rabbit, a frog. A frog, or whatever. A, yeah. You can, you can cook rabbit. anything, really. Yeah. I mean, just um, as long as you do it slow. <laughs> yeah, as long as you do it slow, they just they won't know it's happening. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so exactly. you don't actually... Um, it's very difficult when it happens... When, when something happens in a very short space of time, it's yeah. much easier to recognize when, when things are happening that are, are, are not good for you, right? Exactly. But when things happen... And especially when you're in a like a culture and society where it's normal to be putting yourself sure. in a situation that's not healthy yeah. in many different ways For sure. so you, and, and you're looking around everyone else is doing the same thing so yeah. so if, if you're not feeling good in a certain way then you the, the I guess the, the most logical conclusion is oh there must just be something wrong with me and I'll just keep my mouth shut mm. yeah um, and, and, I, and I did that for so long I, I tried to do this uh, symptom treatment by really listening to a lot of uh, the biohacking uh, podcast like I need to dial in my sleep I need to dial in my uh, training regimen um, I need to dial in my food uh, fasting like um, trying to improve myself in all these ways so I could really do good at the job and seriously I mean that's that shit worked for me in a, in a long time uh, on a on a symptom treatment level like the first half a year I learned so much and I really just I, I was just aware and I was just full of energy <clears throat> but I also didn't see a lot of the friends that I had I've had friends in London and so I didn't see them much because I was just focused on work like get up early do some training um, make a bulletproof coffee uh, go to work listen to podcasts be ready so when you get in there I'm like jazzed up and like ready to work and then in lunch break I'm I'm walking for 20 minutes sitting down squatting doing some movements as well to, while I eat um, <clears throat> after work I train then I go home then I cook uh, for the uh, a meal and, and a lunch for the next day and then just repeat Fridays were long as well so su- Saturday was just me resting coming down and Sunday was me getting ready again so it was like fucking intense and um, yeah I could just that, that, that was not sustainable at all at, at one point I Something that I, 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 I talk about at my retreats when we talk about the importance of touch, and uh, I had this experience of, of just I was just working crazy hours for for two weeks, and, and one day at the office I was sitting there working like this, and one of my colleagues came really close to my shoulder behind me, and I reacted with a, like a, a startling response, and I was like that's weird like she she just almost touched my shoulder and you know how it is in an office you can't really touch like you would outside like just normal things becomes awkward yeah. and then people start to avoid touching each other because that becomes more awkward and all that stuff but then I realized that I got a, I, 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 I was startled by, by just one of my co- co-workers approaching me like and I was like fuck this this is not good and then I went out got really drunk you know, with some friends and finally, I, I hung up with the friends and, and got drunk, and yeah, and maybe something happened that that night with a person, so I got some skin contact. Uh, but but that was just so important for me to realize that I've been just neglecting all the uh, like I'm not just a fucking <laughs> machine doing performing a task because that was basically what I was doing. I was just trying to be a good machine, 
or a good, uh, well-optimized human that can do this job that's really important. And I told myself the job was important because that was what my boss made me believe, or I tried to make myself believe because I was so, so um, conscious that I wanted to save the world at the design school. I was really like, I want to make things better. And this platform could, could do that. Really, it was just a, a, a platform to help designers sell their physical products, so sell more shit which is not making a lot of stuff better. It's making stuff better for some, but um, yeah. So that was, that, that was kind of getting back to, am, am, what, are my needs being met or am I just trying to, um, to sort of circumvent some, uh, some, some, uh, some mechanisms uh, that, that's really, important and it was, I was just yeah I was a mess besides like the physical stuff like the stress wise I was just it was just climbing mm-hmm. yeah was that was there was there a specific point there where it kind of broke for you there or was, was so, it more of a gradual there was so many so many episodes with that guy like he was uh, it was not just that guy it was it was being in this office where it's kind of like the fire alarm goes off nobody reacts so you just sit there should I just but but the building's on fire, right? <laughs> yeah, but we're not gonna do anything. <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna fix okay. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we just okay. Not. Le- oh no. Like it was. It was this weird feeling of for sure there's a fire here. I can feel there's a fire. Everybody can feel there's a fire, but nobody's doing anything. No way. Because you know, people have expensive like apartments. They need to pay rent. They need yeah, to do all yeah. this stuff. So this job is really important. So I can't just leave. But like when I quit, I was the fifth guy quitting. Like there was four guys before me quitting with like severe stress symptoms because of the boss guy. Yeah. And he was just pushing people in a really unhealthy way. But like that was that was his uh, management style. Mm. I, I would say like just the product is important. So if I need to burn through a couple of uh, of hardworking people, well. That's, I mean, that's in the budget. Yeah. Like we, we budgeted for that. Yeah. Well, it worked with Steve Jobs, right? As I understand it's, it. Yeah, I don't know much about his uh, his, uh, his story, but uh, yeah. I think, I, I hear that that's somehow people do that stuff all mm-hmm. the time. So so sitting there working with people where it's like, he was just being so mean to the secretary, Tracy. Like, so fucking mean. And she was just the nicest lady. But like, it was, again, all the stuff about standing up for yourself. Like, you can't talk to me like that. But he was so manipulating in a way that I didn't really see it coming. Like, I was like, what? Did I just got messed up, like, real bad again? And I didn't, no, 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 he was nice, wasn't he? No, I don't, like, he came in at one point, like, just shouting at me and my, my co-worker, just, why didn't you see this bug? You should have blah, blah, blah. And, the, and then me and my wife sit there and we do the the, the, quality assurance and and we find this bug and it shouldn't be there and you guys have, you, you guys should be on top of it and Benjamin if you want that that uh, pay rise and if you want this title you really need to be blah 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 and we just sitting there and it was just like it was five minutes after we came in the door like sat down and like, boom then he walks out and we just sit there me and my French uh, colleague Emily and we just sit looking at each other what the hell and he comes back in through the door like five minutes later <laughs> Guys, uh, have you heard about this uh, weird new thing that's going on? Like it's, and then he tried to sell some joke, and I was like, "Oh, 
I see. I see. But th there were so many episodes like that. <laughs> and it was, it was just, um, it was constantly being the buddy and then, like, you know, good job. And then other times just being, just grinding in a, and stabbing. Like, it, it's, it's hard for me to, to explain. It's, it's been a while, but, but it, was, it was like a slow drip of uh, like Loki being tied under the, the venomous snake, if you know Norse mythology, like this, ah, that burned, oh, when is it coming back? No, it's not coming back, it's not coming back, oh, that, was, that was actually okay, it's a cup of water, ah, that's it again. But, you know, but you're not dying. But, uh, yeah. but, but like you say, maybe, I mean, maybe he was, maybe he was doing you a favor in the sense that he, he was, was, he was a lot more, maybe he was a lot more intense than, a lot of people's bosses that are, or a lot of people's work situations that maybe you know they're 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 okay, they're fine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they're still not really getting you know they're not really allowing people to really oh, yeah. um, get the best out of themselves or you know or even really um, you know really enjoy yeah. what they do. Yeah. To, or, or I actually saw uh, the Tony Robbins uh, documentary again recently, oh, yeah. and he says this. Uh, he's but he said like when <coughs> when you blame um, a parent let's say for all the bad uh, uh, that happened to you also blame them for all the good that happened to you so obviously this guy didn't he wasn't he wasn't all bad like as I, as I mentioned we had a buddy relationship and I, and I liked him that was also why it, it was so hard for me to be like you are really not healthy that this is not a healthy relationship because you're fucking me up basically um but he did he did show me like he, he did push me into doing more than i thought i could and he gave me a great opportunity and and you know and i met nice people and it was it was a fun experience all in all and like this was one of those rite of passages that uh, that, I, that i keep talking about and this was something that definitely pushed me and transformed me in a way that was very important so he was a catalyst for that, <clears throat> and I can't, I cannot be grateful for that. And I think it's the first time I used the word grateful about meeting him, but that's actually how I feel. Like that was a really shitty, really good experience. Otherwise, I wouldn't. Maybe I would be here in, in a different way, but I wouldn't have had all the experience that I yeah. had so yeah. far. Well, that's that's awesome. Man. Congratulations yeah. on having. That. I think it's. I think it's always a. It's like a massive. Thing I think when you can when you can look back on yeah. on things in your life that previously you would like be resentful of and actually see you know how they shaped you and, and be grateful for them yeah. because also you know a big thing about that is is you're, you're also um, you're taking you're taking back responsibility for your own life as yeah. well right like yeah. I think that's the thing about whenever you blame anybody or anything mm -hmm. for any kind of situation in your life you're basically you're taking on a victim like um, mentality in mm. a way right and you so you're basically saying that that you're powerless yeah. and that they whatever it is that person thing controlled you did this thing to you and you had no control over that mm. whatsoever and, and i think like and, and if you say that then it is true mm. right but you can also if, you, if you're willing to it's not always that easy but if you're willing mm. to take full responsibility and say that well you know i still chose to be in that situation like I could have mm. um, you know there's always all right maybe if there's, there's, there's someone has a gun to your head learning to be to be had right like why why did I 
why did I put myself in this situation? Why am I still in this situation? Mm -hmm. Then you can start to evaluate like your decisions and and look into oh is there an unhealthy pattern here that I'm that I'm not aware of or or am I just sacrificing this thing right now for the greater good which is also fine but just like what what happened to me was like I wasn't aware of what I was doing I was just like, going along and not being conscious that this is not healthy for me so yeah, it's, it's 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 as you said. Like, yeah, right now. So so it just made it just made me think. Like, so I don't have a boss as it is right now. I have a, like contracts with people when we work together. Um, but but you 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 still you you recently or you still work for people. You're freelance now. Mm -hmm. But up until I can't remember when you went freelance. You about, still about a year ago. Yeah. So a year and a half ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and your colleagues working with bosses and all that stuff. Like, what's what's your thoughts on? Yeah, just maybe maybe tuning in, like checking in with yourself. Am I am I doing what's good for me, or am I a place uh, right now working with something that is actually benefiting me or pulling me kind of off tracks or? Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's just standing in a limbo. Like for for me, I was just I could have been there easily if if, if things weren't that intense. I could have stayed there for five years, maybe. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, that was a question. For me, like, it's still like I, since I you know I, I left a, a full time job to go freelance. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to take more, like, more control over my over my life. I mean, I'm, my working hours and those kind of things and it's in 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 many ways it's it's sort of it's been it's i mean in some ways it's been more stressful in the sense the that dog. the dog's back <laughs> Sorry, i got distressed um, <laughs> it's definitely been it's it's kind of like I feel a bit like I've sort of launched this rocket and you mm. know and sometimes it feels like it's it's I mean like for example right now I feel like I'm in a I'm in a really good uh, position where mm. I'm where I'm, I'm I'm working the kind of hours that I want to work and I'm I'm um, I'm really enjoying the people that I'm working with and, mm. I'm, and I'm sort of working to my own schedule um, there's also been times where it's kind of been the opposite where I feel like I'm working even more than I ever did and I'm not really enjoying the, the work mm. um, yeah. and it's uh, it's a constant case of, of like of, of sort of figuring things out course correcting and like you talk about like checking in with myself um, you know does this feel right like why am I doing why am I even doing mm. this you know like um, what what's what's the payoff for me um, yeah. and there's definitely been times where I've, where I've gotten to the stage where I'm like I'm not really uh, you know I, I'm starting to feel symptoms of, of stress and anxiety and, mm. and, I, and I can feel like that that I'm, I'm at, at that point in time I'm, I'm not in a, in a situation that's particularly healthy for me mm. um, the good thing about being freelance is it's, it's on a project by project basis mm. so, yeah. every, assume, so, so no project really lasts more than than two or three months and then once that's done I can I can reassess yeah. and, and, and sort of um, you know yeah, I, look I guess at what, that, what's working and not working. That's a good and bad right because you can also just stick out the 
the or stay in the in the suffering or like it's gonna be over in a week. I'm just keep doing this. And yeah. Like hopefully you won't break yeah. until you know <clears throat> it's over. But uh, yeah, like that that was how I felt at, at that job. Like the sprint is almost over. Yeah. This is not good. Yeah. I'm wired and super stressed. Yeah, I, f I mean, for sure, for it, it is very, yeah, it, it's a very, very, like, tricky mm. thing, I think, to navigate. But it's something, because, because, um, because I had an, I had an experience, I, I guess, kind of continuing from, from the story I was telling before about, mm. um, like, my sort of getting into, into, more getting more interested in looking after my body and my mind and stuff like that and then and then a couple of years ago i had like a a, a sort of complete burnout where, where where my body just completely just almost fucking gave up on me mm. and um up until that point i wasn't really aware like i was doing all i was all into the biohacks and i was mm. you know I was, I was looking after myself i was training i was eating well and i mm. thought well you know I'm, I'm on the good side of I, I get have stress in my life but I but I'm prepared for it and I deal with it and that's you know so I'm, I'm just you know, I'm, I'm good yeah, yeah. you know and then all of a sudden it was like without even really realizing that I was super stressed that like you know things just start like my body basically stopped working yeah. um, and to the point where it would you know it really made me completely reconsider pretty much everything hmm. um, you know what whether I you know, I was—I mean, I was—I was totally ready to, to give up on that career and mm. do something completely different. In the end, I chose to go back into it, um, and and I'm so I'm acutely aware of that. Mm. You know, the power that that's the danger that 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 we put ourselves in. Mm. You know, just just through putting ourselves in, in in you know stressful situations or anxiety. I mean, like, and and so I've I've definitely asked a lot of questions of myself at certain times, or like you know. I thought, you know, I, I, I sort of came through that and I was mm. like, you know, I'm a change man. It's like, I'm never going to do that to myself again. I'm never going to be stressed. Everything's going to be great. You know, and I started, you know, I went out and, and sort of did, gave talks and stuff about it kind of from this very, um, looking back on it, maybe was a, a little bit, um, uh, maybe a little bit naive because I'd only just mm. started out on my, Actually, I don't think it's naive. I think I was just optimistic. And then I've, I'm, what I'm doing now is I'm... It was honest. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. None honest. of it was bullshit. It was, it was not bullshit. And, and I, I think, I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd sort of gone... I'd sort of sort of, basically rebuilt myself in a mm. way because I'd sort of... I felt like I'd hit rock bottom and then I rebuilt myself mm. up again in a, in a very positive... You know, with a very positive sort of environment and support. And so mm. I was super optimistic. And I still totally believe everything that I said but I, and then I think my my sort of um, or just the general uh, I guess general conditioning of of you know that I guess most of us have mm. that you know good things don't come easy and all that stuff yeah, yeah. started so it sort of started weighing back in a little bit and I still feel like I'm in a much better position than I was before but I'm I'm sort of like I'm I'm discovering it wasn't it's not maybe not hasn't turned out quite as easy as I thought it was going to be but I still think that it's basically a, I'm, I'm in the process of, of figuring out how to get to a place where I, I, I fully believe that it's like that everybody's capable of, of living a life where you can you can support yourself you know financially basically have have everything you want 
without having to sacrifice your health or your happiness or or any of those things I, I, I believe that like we're all inherently like just good enough and we have everything we need and and a lot of the problems that we all face are are ultimately avoidable and or even I mean yeah seeing things like problems it's not life is inherently going to have problems in it and it's it's not necessarily a problem unless you it's 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 all about your 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 approach to it mentally mm. as well right like yep. bad things can happen bad things always going to happen people are going to die and all that stuff mm. but it's a question of whether you um, you know how do you take that on yeah, like how, do you, how do you perceive you're, you're it how do you choose it, as well. it? Yeah, yeah but i think it's it's a, it's a good day like the two stories that we that we now talk about like me having the baptism of fire and you almost dying but choosing to go back into to the same thing is 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 really nice stories to um, because you could you could also say well did to me like did you go back and and fix that because it as you as I said it wasn't just him it's I, I blamed him for a long time my, my old boss in that job like it was his fault it was me it was my fault I didn't I didn't stand up for myself like in the way that I should I didn't check in with myself in a way that I should. I didn't know myself um, because I didn't ask the right questions at that point. So um, instead of running away from that kind of job situation, which I, I really enjoyed, I, I enjoyed working in this field, now I do something else that I also really enjoyed. And that's a different story of, of, of how that came about because I really believe that that this is a right path, maybe instead of saying the right path, but a right path. Um, like you, you went back into that and tried to, or are working to heal that, and trying to find that the the, the healthy way of, of being in this space, because you, you experienced the unhealthy way. And as, as if we take ownership for our actions, like you did this to yourself, and I did that to myself, um, because I could have just. You know, I could have quit that job earlier, and, and I had contacts in London. I could have had another job. I would just maybe <clears throat> have a different role in a company, maybe even a role that was more suited for me because I wasn't ready for all that responsibility. Maybe so, from from my perspective, that like I could have done things differently instead of just because I, I've seen it later on. Like obviously, this this challenge of of having somebody. Um, who puts you in this kind of situation uh, and, and the way you respond to it, you will experience that again and again and again unless you do something about it, unless you learn from it and unless you, you learn to stand up to that, that person. So uh, I'm very aware that, that still like these types of people like the, or this type of people that, that, they, that I would categorize uh, him as um, I will meet them again and again and and and, and that's for sure that that's my that's my fairy tale that's my dragon that I need to slay and so I can you know get half the kingdom at some point and and and, and, and learn to balance that and I think that's <clears throat> so so and I, and we talked about this last time we talked we spoke together like you mentioned that because when you did the stretch 22 and, and, and all these things you have been doing, like, like um, 
um, standing on the sideline and talking to you throughout this, I can I have seen like immense uh, um, like leaps and, and stretches as, as uh, we talked about last time. Like because it's like all of a sudden it's like yes, I stopped doing this and now I can see this and now I can see that. But obviously, like like change can only happen gradually, and you need to you need to put that back into perspective. You can't you can't just uh, and that's also why when we talk about the transformation, the rite of passage. So yes, you changed, and now you come back, but there's still there's still challenges here that you need to that you need to face. Like you didn't you didn't complete every challenge. You completed a challenge. Now you're back. You will have a similar challenge. Can you fix that? Can you can you deal with that? But I just did one, so I feel like a fraud if I if if I even have this challenge. That that's not how it works. Like demons will appear. Like if you, if you look at it at a computer game, like there's going to be thousands. There's going to be a skeleton boss, but then next level there's still going to be skeletons showing up. Like that's that's just how computer games work yeah. and life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and you, and you beat that, you beat that boss, yeah. and then you go yeah. to the next level. So exactly. It's that, yeah, yeah. It's always like. And 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 um, and sometimes the level doesn't feel like to use the computer uh, metaphor analogy because I've been in that space a lot in my life, like. This next level doesn't look as good as you hoped it would be. It's not as shiny or as interesting or, even, or just as well designed as you hoped it would be. But you're still working out the kinks. You're not done yet. Like when are you done? Like that's so. So thinking that oh I, I've solved it, I'm done. That, that's that's not a thing. And so so obviously you're going to go back and forth, and 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 you're not going to meet the same challenges every day. So so then you're going to meet that challenge. Oh, I learned this much about myself. I fixed that, but then you you don't experience that situation, maybe for a month or two or half a year or two years. And when it, sh it shows again, can you remember what you learned? Like it, for me, it's 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 always thinking about previous relationships. Like, yeah, so that was that was an experience, and and that ended that way. And I learned a lot. Then the next relationship did exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing. Why? And then that's a good question, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So 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 learning like that, I think I just came up with a, an idea for the title for this small talk could be "Who's the boss?" Who's the boss? Yeah, because are you in charge, or is the boss like at the office in yeah, charge uh, yeah. of you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a I think like that's, that. that's that's a good title for this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. Um, that's probably it's probably a kind of a theme or a topic that it embraces a lot of stuff that we talk about. Yeah. I guess. It's probably something that it's definitely something that we could talk about a lot more. I think. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I know I could. And and this is this is uh, I think maybe I think I, I feel like we're rounding off. Yeah. Or kind of just yeah. Finishing. Well we're just it's just over an hour, I think that's, that's kinda like yeah. yeah. Um and this this was the first time doing this. And again, interesting learning experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, so I think it's. Uh, do you have anything that you you want to cover? Um, well, I mean, like, like if we if we do, like you said, we're gonna do this yeah. on a yeah. regular basis. So we're gonna do yeah. this like like weekly or bi-weekly. Yeah. I think, I mean, at very least once a month, I would yeah, say, maybe yeah. twice a month. Bi-weekly would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we should do that. Um, and so I think 
I think that's actually a beautiful summary, you know, like yeah. life is a work in progress, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like this this thing, this podcast or whatever it is that we yeah. just did, yeah. uh, it's uh, it's going to be constantly evolving and changing and, and, yeah. and, you know, hopefully improving if we, well, we can just kind of keep going with it and, and um, see where it goes. Um, but the main thing is that we're just doing it. Yeah. Uh, I guess that could be like that could be like the final thought right yeah, yeah. like you know it doesn't matter what you're doing the main thing is that you're doing it like the worst thing you can do is just not do it because it, adding, adding to that like be conscious of you doing it like it, 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 it doesn't matter what you do or well, maybe we can look into, into that next time unfold it but I think this thing of being conscious what are you doing mm-hmm. so okay it's fine that, you, that you're doing this thing But do you know that you're doing it, basically? Mm-hmm. And do you know what what it, it what it entails? Like, so I'm working this job. It's a fine job. It's it's good that I'm doing it. Just do it. But are you aware that it's also making you a bit sad? Uh, yeah, I, I am aware. Okay, but I'm making money. For now, maybe that's fine. Like, so I think I, I get what you what you're saying. But uh, but yeah, I just felt like trying to unfold it a bit for myself. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and whatever it is that you, whatever it is you don't like about what you're doing, like what what part, what part are you playing in that, right? Yeah. As opposed yeah, to yeah. as opposed to sort of, I think we can all point out things in our life that we don't like, but then yeah. you know what are, what are the parts of that that we're, you know, how how complicit are we mm. actually? How much yeah. are we actually, yeah. you know, in control here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but just generally being. Being aware of. So again, who's the boss? Doing. Who's the boss? Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Sweet. This was fun. All right. Yeah, yeah. First one great. done. Yes. <laughs> And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you in a couple of weeks, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Done. <laughs>